What's up, Primetime KC listeners? It is Jackson here, and unfortunately, our schedules have been pretty busy this week, me, Josh, and Johns, so until we're able to record a full episode, I'm just going to put this one out as a kind of a filler, just kind of an update, because obviously it's a big week, and we didn't want to do the episode without all three of us in there, so I'll just give you guys a little bit of my thoughts on the game, a little bit of what I thought. Obviously, you could kind of still hear I don't have a voice. I was screaming a lot on Sunday during the game, as I normally do. <clears throat> if you listen back to our AFC Championship game, the one after that, my voice is pretty hoarse as well, so this time of year is not good for my vocal cords, but we're going to push through it and just record a little bit of an episode here today and give my thoughts on the game, the season, and yeah, all things in between, and then we'll have a full episode out later in the week. Um, let's go ahead and start it off, though, with the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl 38-35, really, really close to my 34-30 prediction. Um, that, you know, that was interesting. Uh, I don't think a lot of people had this as a high scoring game. And just from the get go, both offenses went down the field, scored on their first possession. Um, you know, Philly's offense in that first half was really, really good. The chiefs were reeling. Uh, they were lucky to get into half only giving up 24 points because, you know, uh, Philly had a fumble that got returned for six and then they just ran out of time at the end of the half. Uh, to where they could only kick a field goal instead of go for the touchdown. So Kansas City was kind of lucky uh, in that department. But, man, i got to get this out there. That second half, in my opinion, is the best offensive, the best schematics, the best play calling I've ever seen in NFL history, considering the stage and considering what was at stake, considering your opponent, considering the situation of being down 10. To me, that was by far and away, the best offensive play calling I've ever seen in Super Bowl history, or, or just NFL history in general. You realize the Chiefs' second-half possessions went touchdown, touchdown, uh, I believe another touchdown, and then a field goal, which could have also been a touchdown, but the Chiefs wanted to drain the clock for the last kick and to not give Philly the ball back. That's insanity. On top of that, you had two wide, 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 wide open touchdowns on third down and goal third down and goal is normally one of the most congested plays in football sky Moore and Kadarius tony were wide 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 open it was just brilliance on the part of andy reed and eric Bieniemy and everybody involved in the play calling everybody you know involved in the offense it, in my opinion i don't think this is ever i'm pretty sure this has never happened uh but i think andy reed should have won the super bowl mvp i think the head coach should have I think when you watch that game, he ran circles around Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. It was insane what was going on. I mean, that Eagles defense had held the Giants to seven and the Niners to seven. Now, the Niners obviously is a little bit different of a situation, but the point still stands. Unbelievable play calling by the Chiefs in the second half and obviously unbelievable execution. <clears throat> Pat Mahomes went 13 of 14 as one incompletion was a throwaway at the goal line. So it was just a masterful performance by the offense. But we can't discredit the defense either because, yes, they gave up a lot of points. You know, they made some mistakes. They did some things that weren't great. I wasn't thrilled with the way Spags called that game. But man, that fumble return for a touchdown by Nick Bolton was absolutely huge. I mean, the Chiefs defense is reeling at that point. It's 14-7 to Philly. The Eagles have the ball, and it's third and six. If they get the first down, they're going to be in Kansas City territory, threatening to go up two possessions. Just a massive, massive turn of events. 
Hurts dropping that ball. And I tell you what, I've watched a lot of football in my life. I know a lot of linebackers who would have dropped the scoop and score. They, they might have fallen on it eventually, but they would not have scooped and scored it. It was a very athletic play by Nick Bolton. And I think you got to give a huge shout-out, if we're going to shout-out the defense, a gigantic shout-out to the linebacking core. And I think one of the most interesting points anybody made, and I can't remember who it was, but you know I kind of felt this way as well, is in 2019-2020, the Super Bowl we won versus the Niners, we won that Super Bowl in spite of our linebackers. Anthony Hitchens, Ben Neiman, um, Damian Wilson, I want to say, and Deron Lee. That was your linebacking core. Very, very mediocre at best. Uh, pr- honestly, probably a bottom five unit in the league. You won the Super Bowl in spite of those guys. This year, Nick Bolton, Willie Gay, and Leo Chanel, oh my goodness, they were flying around the field. And it just shows you the importance of youth at that position. But you could just tell Willie Gay, man, we go back through the season, man. Remember when Willie Gay got that suspension? How, how big does that look in hindsight? That man was causing problems for the Eagles on Sunday. He was making dynamic plays. He's just so quick, sideline to sideline. Uh, a, a very impressive player in his own. And then Nick Bolton played one of his better games of the season. Nick Bolton typically got picked on in coverage this season, but not not in this game. And he made <laughs> a lot of key tackles, excuse me, especially one on a third and 14 for Philly Uh and it wasn't necessarily that the ball carrier, I think it was Gainwell, was close to the first down, but that held it to like fourth and six, fourth and five, where Philly didn't want to go for it. If you let him get any more yardage and you let that be a fourth and three, with the way Philadelphia was calling that game, they would have gone for it. And you potentially would have given up a touchdown on that drive. Because, I mean, the Chiefs had no answers on fourth downs versus the Eagles. It was it was crazy. So. That, that was a huge tackle from Bolton. I think another huge play in the game that Mitch Holtis touched on, Colin Saunders chasing down Jalen Hurts to force him out of bounds for a one-yard loss. It was the only sack of the game. If Colin Saunders doesn't make that play, that's probably a five- to ten-yard pickup for Jalen Hurts. And that's the sequence where they get into that third and long and they have to uh, end up settling for three. So just an unbelievable sequence of events. The Chiefs throughout the season were so bad in special teams. And then in the Super Bowl, Kadarius Toney gets the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. That was the biggest issue all season was punt returning, right? Sky Moore, you know, couldn't handle it. There was guys, no, we couldn't get anybody to give us positive returns. And then all of a sudden, Sky Moore in the AFC Championship game has a huge return. And then in the Super Bowl, Kadarius Toney has the longest return in the game's history. Un- unbelievable the job that that unit did. Now, Butker missed a field goal, but, you know, ultimately the special teams did well. Townsend really didn't have to punt too much, uh, but he had his holds correctly. Obviously, I think everyone was paying close attention to his holds. That had been an issue throughout the season. Um, yeah, just just an unbelievable thing. And then turnovers were a huge thing. Kansas City beat themselves with turnovers so many times throughout the regular season. Now, they might not have lost all the games like that, but they were negative in the turnover differential a good amount of times. And in this game, not even not even flirting with the turnover. They didn't even flirt with a singular turnover. Um, just bizarre. It was just the biggest problems that they had in the regular season completely cleared them up in the in the postseason. Defensively, you got to give them credit. 
In that second half, they only allowed 11 points. They did a good job. You know, they only allowed one touchdown. They, they, they had to play, you know, that basically all they could allow if Kansas City wanted to win that game. Um, it, it was just like the perfect storm in that second half for the Chiefs. It, it was a brilliant game. It was, it, again, my opinion, Andy Reid deserved the game's MVP. And that's not to slight Mahomes. It was easily the best Super Bowl he's played uh, in Kansas City. I think it's better than the San Francisco one. It's definitely better than the Tampa one. Um, although I do think the Tampa one gets labeled incorrectly as a bad game, when in reality he had you know a lot of people drop passes and he was running for his life. Uh, but talking about that, running for your life, Patrick Mahomes in the previous Super Bowl literally was running like t- t- 10, 15 yards backwards just to give himself enough time to get the ball out. In this Super Bowl versus the team who led the NFL in sacks, he had time. He could climb the pocket. And when he started to run out of time, he improvised just enough, just enough to keep the play going. And it's unbelievable that, you know, the Chiefs, like I said about their linebackers being a problem in their previous Super Bowl win, their offensive line was a gigantic problem in both Super Bowls they had played. And to be fair, the offensive line, if you recall, did not play well against the 49ers. The only guy on the offensive line that really played well in that game was Mitchell Schwartz. But Eric Fisher was getting beat pretty badly on the left side. So, you know, I, I think this unit did a fantastic job. Andrew Wiley, who struggled all year, did a great job. Orlando Brown, who had ups and downs, played his best game as a chief. And then the interior, man. I was never worried about the interior. Th- those three guys in the interior, Joe Tooney, who they paid five years, $80 million, which looks like a bargain at this point. Creed Humphrey, who I think is the best center in football. And Trey Smith, uh, those three men... <laughs> Good luck getting past those guys. And they and they did a fantastic job in run blocking. The Chiefs somehow in this game outrushed the Eagles. It was an unbelievable performance by Kansas City. Um, but, that, but I'm going to wrap it up for here. I just wanted to give you guys some of my thoughts on the game. We're going to have a long episode coming out later in the week with all three of us. We're going to dive way deeper into the game. Uh, I just wanted to get something out, get some content out. I know some people were... Probably wondering, you know, after we won the Super Bowl, did, did they die from excitement? What happened? No, we're still here. We're still kicking it. Uh, and we're going to be back really, really soon with an episode. Um, appreciate the support. And, yeah, just look forward to that episode later in the week. Thanks for listening.